If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. Hey, what's up, y'all? Thanks for hopping in with me to another episode of the Paging Dr. Shonda podcast, where we encourage self-reflection through meaningful conversations. This week, my guest is Miss Jasmine from TikTok. So if you're not familiar with her content, you better get familiar. Um, but we're going to be talking more about that in a few minutes. But before we do that, I need you to take out your phone, go to Apple, Spotify, or wherever you're listening to this podcast, and make sure that you are following the show by subscribing. That'll probably be that little plus sign that little button on the right corner the upper right corner of the podcast make sure you also scroll all the way to the bottom to rate and review the podcast that's right when you rate and review you guys are helping us out to uh, push these episodes out to more and more people uh last week's review that i want to highlight is from queen queen keeps uh she says dr shonda these past few episodes have been making my inner child happy Thank you, girl. The singing at the end of Gullah Gullah Island episode, I had to play that part back. Me too. It was so uh, filling. The Omar Tyree episode, OMG, my teenage soul is fed. I feel like I just met him, LOL. Your work is underappreciated. Oh, thank you, beloved. And I'm so glad that you have this platform to share your gifts with our people. Love and light to you, sis. Love and light to you too, sis. Thank you so much. If you want to be featured on the podcast, all you have to do is rate and review and we'll read your rating on our show. Let's get into it. If you are new to the show, my name is Dr. Shonda, and every single Wednesday I come to you and we have meaningful discussions, whether that's me doing a solo episode or doing an interview. This week I had the pleasure of interviewing Miss Jasmine. If you don't know her, then you're probably living under a rock. <laughs> but she really made a name for herself, especially on TikTok with uh, millions of followers, where she was doing skits related to Joe Biden. Uh, I'm sure you saw her different episodes and uh, skits that she was doing, but we're going to hop into her conversation. Hey, Jasmine. Hey. <laughs> thanks for <laughs> thanks so much for stopping through the podcast. Listen, it's my pleasure. Anytime a black woman needs me to do anything, I, I typically I say yes. Not every time, <laughs> but uh, typically I, I like to say yes. Yeah. I mean, but that's good boundary setting. You can't say yes to everybody, honestly. We'd be exhausted if we did. Okay, let them know. Yeah. But uh, yes, <laughs> I'm happy to be here. Nice, nice. So can you tell the people a little bit about yourself? Yeah, I'm Jasmine W. I'm a stand-up comedian, host, content creator. Um, I quit my job in 2019 to do stand-up hey. full-time, and now I'm here. I love that. I love that. Okay, so we got to dig into that a bit. Um, so you quit your job to do, you know, content creation and, and like comedy full time. What was that transition like? You know what? I'm not even going to lie. I feel privileged because uh, most people know that support me. I'm going through a divorce, but I was married at the mm -hmm. time. So, you know, I had the support of my partner during that time. And, yeah. you know, I just we had a conversation one day and I said, oh, well, you know, if I want to do this seriously before I start continue to get promoted at my current job I think I have to do it full time and because you know I had the support of you know that person my family um it was a little bit easier so I created a plan and I just quit my job I came up with all these things I was going to do in regards to my social media over the next like six months and uh let my partner know I wasn't gonna be making no money for a while <laughs> and that was just that was just what it was and so I quit and the pandemic started after that Sorry, my uh, 
my uh, little egglet is uh, <laughs> making noise in the background. But anyway, after that happened, you know, I just continue. I just posted things online and see what stuck and see what worked, you know, and we were stuck in the house after that. So I was sort of forced to be a content creator after that. And it all yeah. worked out. It definitely did work out for you. Um, you know, it's, it's, that's an amazing story. I can imagine how many people are listening and tuned in who want to quit their job to go to that next step or to follow their dream. Um, yeah. It's great to hear that you had that support, though. It sounds like support yeah. played a significant role. Yeah, it did. I mean, uh, I can't even I can't even knock that because a lot of times when people want to quit their job, uh, a lot of you know people that I talk to, it's just them. It's just a lot harder. You know, you have to. You know, if it's just you and you're the only person you're relying on, I know it's significantly harder to pursue the things that you want to pursue. You have to do it on the yeah. side for longer. But um, so yeah, the support it did it did play a significant role. Yeah, yeah, that's amazing mm-hmm. that you have that background. So when did you find out like, yo, I'm funny a little bit. Like I can actually use this as a career. Like how did you know that? Um, well, I've always been kind of witty. I was not I was nominated mo- most witty in high school. I didn't win. Okay. Okay, a white girl. <laughs> but uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't win, but you know, I always thought I was like, "Oh, I'm pretty funny or whatever," but I didn't think about doing stand up until I moved to San Francisco. I, I graduated college, moved to San Francisco, and I was thinking about what can I do at night in the evening because I worked the 9 to 5. I had to student loans to pay, you know? So I'm like, what can I do at night? And then I was like, you know, I think I'm just going to try doing stand up Cause my dad said he had done it a couple of times. And I was like, I think I'm funnier than him. So <laughs> I just started doing it. So it wasn't like I, it was a calling or a passion. Like now yeah. as an adult, you know, I think about all the moments in life where I'm like, Oh, this really came full circle for me. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, the fact that I used to watch comic view every single night growing up, I didn't know that that's me too. Up, but, okay. <laughs> Uh, and now you have a podcast. You know what I mean? So things like, like that. Come yeah. Yeah. For sure. For sure. So comic, you played a role in, you know, you becoming a comedian. I think it, de- I think it definitely did. Okay. I think it definitely did. Um, I used to watch it every night and my parents were strict about the things I would watch, but they let me watch that. I'm like, this is totally inappropriate. They would let me watch comedy for some reason, you know, but yeah. <laughs> I feel like we probably, uh, we, we grew up in a similar background. So my parents were very strict and uh, really, um, really paid attention to the things that we watched as well. But we could watch Comic View. Like, that was a part of our yeah. childhood. Like, yeah. to this day, like, me and my sister are singing the theme song of Comic View. Um, okay. <laughs> did you hear that I they're bringing it. it back, though? Yeah. I did hear that. I did hear that, you know, um, and, you know, I, I would definitely watch it. I saw that T.I. was going to be one of the comedians on there and I was like, that's trash. But other than that, uh, <laughs> I'm shady. Because he's not funny. There's nothing funny about no, him. No, no, no. I'm saying, I'm, I'm saying why oh. he's trying to be on oh. comedy. <laughs> he wants to do comedy. He bored. <laughs> I feel like people got to learn how to choose their passions and just stick to that. Like, I know I'm, I have a license in cosmetology. I'm a better psychologist than I am a cosmetologist. So I'm not about to be oh, out here okay. trying to open a salon. Like, that's just not me. Okay. And listen, I'm a terrible dancer. When I'm around black people, I sit my ass down. So I don't be on TikTok trying to dance and do all that. Know your strengths, you right. know? Know your strengths. <laughs> Speaking of TikTok, so you have like an amazing social media following. 
and that's really where people like learned about you. They learned about Jasmine and people probably feel like they know you. Like they, you know, you have supporters who you were very open and transparent with. Yeah. Yeah. How, how do you get comfortable with the idea of like being so transparent on social media? Like what was that process like for you? Girl therapy. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, I mean, um, you know, one thing that I've been working towards the, over the past, and you have to work on as a comedian is what is your authentic yeah. self? What does that look like? And how do you mm-hmm. show up as that person? Uh, whether it's online, whether it's at work, whether it's your romantic life, you know, you have to figure out how you can get cl- as close to that authenticity as you can. So, um, yeah. you know, I think it's uh, just about me continuing to share what I want to share and be authentic, you know, give my true, what's my true opinion? What's my, mm-hmm. what, are, what are my honest thoughts? Where am I right now in life? And those kind of things that I just figure out how I'm going to relay those things to the people that support me online. Yeah. So, you know, they get the glimpse of where I am right now in life, whether it's where mm-hmm. I am in that day, you know, how I'm feeling that day or where my mind is when I comes, when it comes to like what's happening in the world or whether I am, you know, where, where I am right now in this quarter. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it's for me, it's just constantly trying to convey where I am, where my mind's at, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, so you you do a great job of like, you know, being transparent, being authentic, but also incorporating aspects of like what's going on in the, the climate at the time. Um, yeah. I specifically remember like your, your sketches with Biden when he was <laughs> running for office. And that was yeah. hilarious. <laughs> so like Thank what you. encouraged you to like, of course, we encourage you to like incorporate real life stuff into the things that, cause you were saying all the things that we were thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I mean, that's what I, I'm an observational comedian. That's what we're going through. You know what I mean? And okay. we were going through it as a collective. So I think people really resonated with it, you know? Um, and it's just when it's taking up that much of your life. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. At participating McDonald's. You can't help but to pay attention to it. You know, um, yeah, I, I think that's what it was. It was the election was just taking up so much of my life and it was consuming mm-hmm. so much of my attention and you know, it was making me feel all these emotions. So I kind of felt yeah. like I was thinking about it a lot. So that's where, you know, that's where the videos came from. And plus I worked in human resources. I was HRBP before I quit my job. So it's kind of like, if I okay. was to fire this man, if I was to hire this man, if I worked in the office, that's kind of where it came from, you know? Right, right. So yeah. taking your real life experiences and kind of just putting it out there for the world to see. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what your authentic self authenticity repeat that for me what'd you say yeah 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 I was saying that that's what people gravitate toward like authenticity like being able to relate to someone else yeah you know I feel like you know people do gravitate towards that um they do you know but sometimes Mm -hmm. I feel like people say they do and they be lying because I'd be like y'all know this person lying yeah, we see people <laughs> online, they be lying, they be like, everybody be into it in the comments. I'm like, right. you're a liar. I can tell yes. right now. <laughs> but, you know, I think we like a little bit of both. We like a little bit of the uh, aspirational aspect of social and we like the authenticity. Yeah. And if you can figure out how to master both, I think it's really good. But um, 
Yeah, people people do like authenticity quite a bit. I will say that, yeah. For sure, for sure. I'm even thinking of like, I, I literally just shot a, um, my sister and I, we have a podcast together too. And we mm-hmm. were talking on our podcast about how like a lot of these motivational speakers and these like content creators are really just trash and are talking about things that they've never lived. Yeah. Like, you know, you, you got to wake up in the morning and, you know, you, you got to have a five-figure day and like, y'all are not yeah. doing this in real life. Yeah. They're hoping to with your likes and comments and buying their little pamphlets. Right. You know what exactly. I mean? They're hoping to yeah. live that. Yeah. Which is crazy. Um, And yeah, I mean, just because, you know, I was married or technically I'm married, but uh, been in a relationship for 12 years. There's a lot of people online talking about relationships and stuff. And it's mm-hmm. like, guys, like, cut it out. Like, every relationship yeah. is different. You can't really listen to somebody else exactly. uh, for any advice. You just have to do your work on yourself and then kind of go from there mm-hmm. because nobody's going to give you advice that's going to be life-changing for you for in, in relationships, to be honest, you know? Yes. Um, I just think it's all kind of silly, you know? I 100% agree. And I... <laughs> have the same sentiments, especially as it relates to mental health. Um, Because mental health TikTok is so popular. And, you know, you got people out here talking about like, you know, I was diagnosed with this and this is what I did. And this is going to help you too. But also like, you know, I I tell my clients all the time, like you can't just take information from TikTok and what works for for somebody else and apply it to your own life. Yeah. A lot of times people just say that stuff for like clicks and views. Clicks and views. That's it. Yeah. And, you know, I care a lot. I talk a lot about mental health, but yeah, I, you know, it's really, it's a really big, it's a really big passion of mine, but, um, you know, and I like to give the tips that I've done. And I think they're just general things that everybody should do. It's nothing that I feel like there's nothing that I did that prescriptive to me or anybody else. You know what I mean? But, you know. Yeah, I, I think ultimately go to therapy. That's the one thing people know when right. I'm on my YouTube channel. People go to yeah. therapy. Y'all need help. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But I, I'm fine with that. Like, I love when I hear, like, people talk about their experiences with therapy and, you know, even giving coping skills and things that work. I'm saying yeah. the, the post that grind my gears is like, oh, if you watch reality TV all day, that means you have ADHD. Like, what? Oh, what? yes. Since when? <laughs> Okay. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Like, yeah, I've been diagnosed with a few, with a few things a few times by listening to others. Right. Right. I think another post was like, if you um, watch the same sitcom, like, or the same show every day, that means you have autism or that's a symptom of autism. I'm like, I watch Martin every day. I'm sure I'm not on the spectrum because I watch Martin all day. (laughs) I saw a post the other day that said, if you watch, if you fall asleep to like, CSI or something like that, then you depressed. You suffering from depression. I was like, I know people that just like the show. Right. (laughs) It's these blanket statements that really just like really irk me. But that's why I love and appreciate voices like yours. Like you said, you know, this helped me and you know this can help you too. I think that's so important. And even kind of going into the mental health aspect, like mental health and social media is there's a strong correlation between like the more time you spend on social media the more it can impact your overall mental health. And the fact okay, that you yeah. know, you're a content creator and you know you do all these great things on social media, how do you balance that? Um, you know what? I'm not even going to sugarcoat it. I have been in therapy for years, probably mm-hmm. about four years with a break you know, during COVID, a little break during COVID. Um, I also have a very strong mental health 
mm-hmm. foundation. So I'm not even going to sugarcoat it. I don't know how. I don't know why. I think it's a blessing. I have a very strong foundation for my mental health, you know. Um, so I will say those things first because I feel like it's a privilege to be able to say that. Um, but also, That's it's awesome. just you have to remind yourself. Like, there are a couple things that I do. Like, I don't use filters on any of my pics or my videos. Mm-hmm. Um on TikTok, there are some automatic filters on there. I've gone into the app. I've turned them all the way down. So mm-hmm. because, I, you know, when I didn't know that there were filters on there, I would get off of live. I would be on live for like an hour. I would get off and I would notice, hey, that ain't that ain't how I looked when I was on live. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just things like that affect your mental health. Like mm-hmm. I it was affecting my psychology. You know what I yeah. mean? Um, and people don't realize how much filters they're affecting your psychology like how you feel about yourself how you feel Mm -hmm. how you look when you look good how you feel when you look good and all of those things so that's like one thing that I do um another thing that I do is I block people immediately like I'm not sometimes I'll comment and then I'll block them and I hope they saw the comment before I block them like I'm going to block you immediately and I remember one time someone said you just block yeah. people on social media that don't agree with you. That's ridiculous. And I'm like, it's actually not ridiculous because I'm here to foster people who have the same sentiments that I have. So why would I allow people that don't yeah. like me, don't want to see my content, don't agree with me to continue to follow me? That's ridiculous. You know? Um, yeah. So, yeah, I block people a lot. Um, those are like two major things that I think really save my my psychology. Plus, I don't want to see other people arguing, people that support me arguing with you in the comments. Now I'm annoyed, you know, <laughs> like it doesn't, it doesn't help anybody. It, it, I think it saves the people that support me from arguing. And it also saves me from having to look at your comments and it saves the person. Cause if you don't like me, you don't have to see my stuff. One thing about people who don't agree or like what I have to say, if I block them, it saves them from having to see my content because they don't like me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it mm-hmm. saves from it saves me from having to. It's it's to me when somebody comments and they like, oh, you're wrong or you're stupid or this is it. It makes it it increases my heart rate. You know, mine so too. Block, oh my gosh, girl. <laughs> so mine I block too. you. I don't have to deal with that. And right. then my so the people that support me are busy arguing with you. So it's affecting their mental mm-hmm. health. So I'm blocking you for actually all three of us. You know what I mean? Right. So I love to block people quickly. <laughs> See, I think I need to just start blocking people because sometimes I'll be with the foolishness. <laughs> on, on, on some of those days, I do. Uh- <laughs> you go to their page first and see if they follow you. If they don't follow you, go ahead and block them. But if they follow you, right. you can kind of hit them with, you know, like, <laughs> let me let me get at you real quick. <laughs> right. Yo, I remember, so like people say stuff all the time that I, I, honestly, I got to the point where I don't read everybody's comments. Like if I don't follow you, then I'm just not going to read it. Or if it's like a long paragraph, I just look at keywords like, oh, you said you want some stuff. So I'm going to just not even read it. Um, yes. <laughs> but like, I remember some, I posted something about racism and psychology and all of these white people got upset at me and like just saying, you know. You got your degree due to affirmative action and you know just a bunch of stuff and like you said like it would increase my heart rate i remember like it would just like tear up my mood and i was going back and forth with these people then i had to realize why like yeah who who are they like you really just have to block people otherwise it will impact your mental health it will and then i like how often does it happen where somebody reads your comment Mm -hmm. and thinks wow you know what she's right 
I've never thought about it that way. It's like, yeah. no, they're stuck in, yeah. they're stuck in their head, you know? So right. whatever, you know, just yeah. it's easier to block and not have to worry exactly. about it. Take a exactly. deep breath and block them. That's it. That's it. That's all. I think a major part of another major part of mental health is really being comfortable with the information that you choose to share and the information you choose not to share. Um, so I know for you, like one of the, you know, bigger things that you choose not to share is like, you know, your, your journey with motherhood. Yeah. Um, and so I'm wondering. Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cut off? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Well, I, <laughs> uh, my journey is right this second, girl. Okay, this oh, is my period. journey. <laughs> We're uh, seeing it firsthand. I love it. Okay, but no, I think um, I, I I feel like this is how I look at it. Like my journey with motherhood is my journey, you know. Right. So that's why I I do share how I'm feeling about being a mom or what's affecting me as a mom. But it's not about my kid. You know, so I'm trying to figure out, okay, how can I share my journey as a mom without telling my child's business? Because it's none of y'all there. They didn't choose to be on social media. You know what I mean? So it's like Mm -hmm. about sharing. It's about sharing my experience and making sure that I'm talking about my experience Mm -hmm. and not my child's experience, you know? And I think that's important with relationships too. You know, like that's why I never shared my partner because this is not about them. This is about me, (laughs) you know? So, yeah, I, I, I do share my journey in being a, a mom and I plan to share more about my mm-hmm. experience. It just won't be about my child. And some people are very odd. They're like, they don't get it. And I'm like, well, right. you know, it's this not is not my kid's it. social media. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Also that. Also that. Yeah. Boundaries. Period. Yeah. Yeah. No, um, I 100% agree with you. Um, I do think that a, a lot of what we see on social media uh, with parents and the, the amount of information they share related to their children, even the way that they choose to punish them, uh, the tantrums that they record, like all those things are problematic and will, it's a strong likelihood it will impact the parent-child relationship Yes, when the child gets older if they see that. Yeah. So I think that's smart the way you're doing it. Well, thank you. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I, you just hit, that triggered me. Like when people show the way that they're, when you show your kids online upset, like, oh my goodness. what is that doing for them? Right. It's like, you could be having like a really a, a, a moment to connect with your kid about emotions and just really emotionally supporting them. But instead you're recording mm-hmm. odd, weird behavior to me. Very much like, weird behavior, very much giving, you know, I can't trust mom and dad with my emotions without them recording right. it. Right. Like it's, I think social media is a great place, but also it's some very weird behaviors on there. Yeah. People yeah. just too thirsty. People for too, sure. too, too thirsty for attention. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's, that's, that's the thing that, you know, you can't really let it affect your kid. You know, I had a, mm-hmm. yeah, I have a lot of, I have a lot of views on parenting. I just, I did one video about it and went viral and people have just kind of like, you know, there's people, it's mostly black people too, that don't agree with what I have to say about, but I'm like, at the end of the day, you raise your kids however you want. This is my kid, you know? Exactly. So, yeah. Exactly. And people just have to respect that. Yes. 
So yeah. do you have kids? I'm, I don't. And if I did, they wouldn't, I wouldn't post them either. <laughs> like, you wouldn't. Yeah, don't. I, would yeah, be don't. Very, I don't post, Never post like them. my family. Yeah, I like I stopped after a while. Like once my page started growing, I stopped posting like my parents and like personal moments that I have with family. The intimate stuff yeah. I'll maybe post on Facebook, but yeah. outside of that, like who I'm dating, like I don't post none of that. Like yes, I'm good. <laughs> I agree with that. I'll post my parents though because they want they're they're sixty something. They want to be posted. They like it, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't share yeah. their pages. But they love mm-hmm. being posted. But anybody else in my family, you know, <laughs> typically I don't post. I've posted my nephews yeah. a couple of times. They're 18, 18, 19, yeah. 20. Um, they want a little clout. You know, you post them. Right. You tag them a little <laughs> bit, you know. But other than that, yeah. Yeah. That I mean, I think that's smart, though, It's especially in today's <laughs> day and age. For real. So let us know, like, what's up with you? Like, what's next? Where can we hear you? Your comedy? You know what? Um, I'll be at the uh, DC Comedy Loft on September 24th. So if you're in the DC area, hey. DMV area, come out. I love DC. So yes. Much. Um, <laughs> I love DC. Um, so come out. And, you know, I have a YouTube channel. I make fun of all, I make fun of the, this, right now I'm making fun of The Bachelorette. I'm making fun of Ready to Love on OWN. And uh, we always make fun of Married at First Sight. So when it comes back, I'll be making fun of that. And then I'm also starting to share more personal things on my YouTube as well, like mom stuff, just, you know, just all types of things, whatever that people ask me that they want to see or whatever. So subscribe to my YouTube channel. Yes, yes, please do. We will definitely put your YouTube channel in the show notes. Listen, our DC uh, listeners and followers, make sure y'all go out to, you said, where is it? DC Comedy Loft. DC Comedy Loft on September the 24th is going down. Miss Jasmine is going to give us a whole show. So make sure that y'all show up for her. Listen, yeah. I, I, it was a pleasure just talking to you today and just, you know, engaging in social interaction. <laughs> Thank you. Are people going to be able to see this or they only listen? Which, what do you want to do? No, it could yeah. be either one, but I just let people, I'm okay. in full mommy mode right now. I got my mom Period. down. Okay. <laughs> I love it. I it's care. where it's, that's the authentic place, right? That's where you are Period. authentically, and that's what's going. People gonna gravitate toward. So, <laughs> so you cool with the the video being up? Yeah. All right, let's do it then. Yeah. Let's do it. All right, Miss Jasmine, remind us of your social media handle so we can stay connected. Okay, cool. So on TikTok and Instagram, it's J A Z M Y N J W. Um, and on YouTube, it's comedian Jasmine W. Always click the links in my bio so y'all can. Don't ask me what I'm wearing, what I use on my face, all that stuff. Just <laughs> click the link in my bio, and I have most of that stuff on there. <laughs> Why we can't ask you what you use on your face? Because your skin looks good, like you're glowing. <laughs> Girl, I, I came back from Jamaica a week about a week ago, oh, so that's that. Okay. That's just that's just Jamaica, that's Jamaica. right there. Y'all gotta right. go. <laughs> Honestly, that's on my plan. My that's my bucket list for 2023. I've never been to Jamaica or the Bahamas, so I need to go. That was my first time. I had a blast. Really? I had a blast. I would go back oh, in a heartbeat. Can't wait I to loved go. It. Really? Did you do the Duns River Falls or whatever it's called? I went to Duns River Falls. I went to the Seven Mile. Um, beach we didn't do the um rafting where the uh me and rub your booty i wish i would have done it but we didn't really have time 
I really wanted one of the Jamaican men to rub my booty, but he didn't. Um, but yeah, we stayed at the S Hotel, which is very small. And I actually, nice. each day we were there, I grew to love it more and more. So um, I yeah, I, I highly recommend it. Hey, so we're definitely going to check that out. Thank you again, Ms. Jackman, for stopping through. Thanks for having me. Anytime. If you want to have me back again, talk about something else, girl, let's do it. <laughs> no, for real. Don't say that because I'll have you back now. <laughs> have me back. All right. We're going to do it then. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Jasmine, for coming through. And to the listeners, make sure you guys tune in next week for another episode of the Paging Dr. Shonda podcast, where we talk about all things related to life and culture on the Revolt Podcast Network. Bye, y'all. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.